Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is June the 30th, 2020. It's the 108th day of the virus, and we have a bit of a history lesson. We're in Matthew chapter 14. And uh, for those of you who have not realized, which I think has been everybody, we are actually on a sequential walk through the New Testament. And uh, Matthew 14, it follows Matthew 10, so that's interesting, at least by the chronological Bible that I'm using. So we're in Matthew chapter 14, and we're going to learn a little history lesson here today, and we're going to struggle and, and ask the question when we're done, why is this in the Bible? Story about John the Baptist and Herod. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard about the fame of Jesus. And he said to his servants, this is John the Baptist. He's been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. And then a little flashback time here. For Herod had seized John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother's Philip's wife. It's also his wife now. I'll explain in a second. Because John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. So Herod the Tetrarch was married. His brother Philip was married. They both divorced so that Herod the Tetrarch could marry Philip's wife. So in the story here, in chapter three, in verse three, the woman, the wife, of both of these brothers, same woman, uh, but she's referred to as the wife of the other guy. So the problem here, the story sets up that John says to really both these guys, but to the Tetrarch, Herod the Tetrarch says, quote, saying more than once, it is not lawful for you to have her. Now, this is the guy that makes the laws. And we're going to find that out at the end of the story because he takes the law into his own hand, which is just what was done in the, in, in the day. So we have little old John saying, it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod seizes John, says, I don't like what you're saying, binds him and puts him in prison. And then we find that he did it for the sake of the woman, for the sake of Herodias. All right, verse 5. So now we find the interior motivation of Herod the Tetrarch. Though he wanted to put him to death, he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias, so this is now his stepdaughter and his niece, both same same young girl, even Herod has a birthday. Herodias, this daughter, uh, we find out from Josephus, a secular historian at the time, her name was Salome, so this girl's name was Salome, danced before the company and pleased Herod. So he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. And again here, now, for the sake of this mother, it says, prompted by her mother, she said, give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And the king was sorry because of the oaths and his guests. He commanded it be given. So again, he gives the law here and he sent and had John beheaded in prison basically immediately. 
So a couple interesting things about this story. First of all, the thing that caught Herod's eye about Jesus was his fame. That's in verse 1. Secondly, that John the Baptist kept on uh, speaking truth to power uh, by saying it is not lawful and saying in, in a repetitive sort of a way to these guys, these brothers that were of ultimate power, which we find out at the end of the story. And then we find a a woman who, for the sake of her, John was imprisoned and prompted by her mother, John was beheaded. So a very powerful uh, woman who wins the chess match, in my opinion. And then we have Herod, a very savvy politician. He, he ruled for 30, correction, 43 years, which really tells you he, he was a savvy kind of guy, but I don't think he won this, this, this chess match. He feared the people. He knew something was up with uh, uh, Jesus. Um, but he also, the king, Herod the king, at verse 9, after this all takes place, he has sorrow. Uh, I think he realized he was outplayed by his current uh, wife and because of his pride and the things he said publicly that you can have whatever you want after this this dance. So why is this in the Bible? I think just a couple things come to mind. It tells us the environment that Jesus and the environment of Palestine at the time and where the law came. I think it tells us uh, is an illustration of the verse that we just talked about in Matthew chapter 10, uh, which is, whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So I think this this example of John the Baptist is a perfect example of a passage that we just talked about a, a day or two ago. I think it addresses the sanctity of marriage. I think it addresses pride. I think it ad- addresses the sovereignty of God's law versus man's law. So next time we're going to find out about the response of Jesus to this horrible uh ending of Herod's birthday party and how he responds to that. Lord, I ask you to sober us with these words and to, as we honor John the Baptist, may we serve you all the way to the end of our lives. May we speak clearly and be courageous. May we work within corrupt political systems even and unrighteous people around us, all the while staying true to you. Amen.